one. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. Here we are again, once more on Spill the Tea with Steve. And I have a special guest with me today. I have my little brother, Scott, and along my alongside with my co-host, Chrissy. Hi. Um, today's podcast episode is going to be about millennials. And we're going to do Generation X, Y, and Z. Hope you guys are excited. Um, so... Where do you guys want to start? Um, that's up to you. You want to start with the baby boomers since they're the I oldest mean, generation? Yes, the oldest generation, which would be Gen X, is the baby boomers. So, my parents are definitely baby boomers. Sorry, Chris is opening up a fudge round. Well, <laughs> um, so most of most of our parents and grandparents were born in baby boomers, not great grandparents because. Um, our great grandparents were born in like the 30s, but grandparent wise, yes. Um, baby boomers, let's talk a little more about that. Baby boomers is that era where everybody just had a lot of sex, and every other day there was just a baby being born. If not, it was like four, five, six to ten babies a day that were being born, and that's why it's called the baby boomers because that's when the population of babies went up so freaking yep, between, high. Between 1946 to 1964 during the post-World War II baby boom. That's crazy. Yeah, during the during the World War. Yep. And, um, the difference, like, it's crazy because we go from the difference from their generation to now my generation and I'm Generation Y alongside my little brother Scott Chrissy, on the other hand, is Generation Z. Yeah, 1996. I'm 93 and Scott's 94, so... We are in the Millennials. And I just found out that before the Baby Boomers, there's a a, a generation that's called Silent. Silent? Oh. Ooh. What's, 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 Can you elaborate what's about? on yeah. that? That is between the years of 1928 through 1995. So between uh, the World War, beginning of the World Wars... Which are the ages of seventy four through ninety one? Wow, that's insane. So your grandmas out there—they are in the silent generation. I mean, yeah, technically it had to be kind of like a silent thing because of the whole World War and everything. That would be uh, World War One and World War Two was during that time period. That's 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 crazy. Oh so, yeah, right here. So that would pretty generation. much mean that the people who served during the World War and lived through it, they are in the silent generation. Because they are in their, you know, late nineties. Well Mamma was in the our grandmother was in the silent generation, so wasn't our grandfather. How old is she? Grandparents. Mamma, she's sixty something. She was born in fifty three. Believe it or not though. She's sixty something? Only... No, she was she would still be um she was born in fifty three. Yeah. yeah. So no, that's that's the other baby boomer. She'd be in the baby boomer, Stevie. Oh, just so kidding, guys. She's not that old. Oh, I'm gonna tell her that. 1945 was the silent generation. Yeah. Okay, so silent generation was 1945. That's insane. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be our grandfather? Wasn't he born in 45? I would Ooh. hope not, because that would make him like 90 years old. Our great grandparents—they were born 32 and 35. 
No, I'll make them 80 years old right now. 81 years old for the latest. Yeah, fate, grandpa. The latest great, great grandpa was uh, 35, I think. Oh my God, my grandfather is part of the the silent generation. He's 93 right now. Yeah. So, um, but you know, that. the silent generation only makes up 3% of the global workforce. I mean, I believe it. They're freaking old as hell. Mm-hmm. But they went through all everything. Literally. That's well, it's only 3% because you're not going to see a, a 75-year-old lady still working. My dad's 74 and he still works. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I would think that you already would have retired. That's he did possible. and then he went back to work. I give him credit for doing that. Oh, sorry. I'm Our grandmother's not that old, but she did go back to college at one point. She did when she was in her 50s, her late 50s, early 60s, she went back to college. Yep. So again, that being said, you're never too old or too young to do anything you put your mind to. Just letting you guys out there know that it's, it's never too late to turn around and get your shit together, honestly. I mean, there's only one thing that you can't do, and that's to get any younger, so. Yeah, you only get older from here on out. Generation Alpha? But with age becomes wise. That's not always true, because then you get dementia, and then you forget stuff. So, we talked a little bit about the baby boomers, so why don't we go into Generation Y? Let's go into our generation. I mean, yeah, Generation X, sorry. We're not in Y right now. Just kidding. I'm in wine, not Y. Generation X. Generation X was um, 1965 to 1980. Yep. That was a crazy generation because they went from the 60s to the 80s. And Auntie Christy, Auntie Peggy. Anyone uh, who is age 54 is in Generation X. Which would be our parents and aunts and uncles, usually. And let me tell you something I've heard some crazy stories about their grow ups and technical glow ups because you go from a grow up to a glow up, honestly. And going from. The styling of clothes back then to now, like, from even the past 20 years, everything's changed. It's 20 years, and then 20 years, and then 20 years, and then it's 50 years, and in every within every generation, there's something new. So, in Generation X was when, um... Yeah, Generation X is where dubbed MTV's generation... That was when MTV, like, first came out with uh, music videos on TV that people used to wake up getting ready for school and going to. And uh, Gen Xers were sometimes called the the lackey, the latchkey, sorry, latchkey generation. generation due to reduced adult supervision compared to previous generations. This was a result of increasing divorce rates and increased maternal participation in the workforce prior to the widespread availability of child care options outside the home so that's crazy you go you go from that generation where you didn't even really need a babysitter like you could just leave your children at home and no one cared you could leave your children at home walk to the bar come home trashed and no one gave a shit now if you were to do that child services would be knocking on your door you can't even leave a kid in the car for two seconds to go pump gas without somebody trying to take a photo saying you're neglecting your child exactly i've had it done to me so you go from their generation to exactly they go from their generation to our generation and that's like 
that's crazy to where we needed babysitters and we constantly had to be watched and everything. But back then, they just didn't really give a crap. And that's how, like, divorce, especially divorce rates, divorce rates were so much higher then than now, I believe. Like, in my heart of hearts, I mean, it could be completely different, honestly. But, I mean, this is just such a crazy topic because it just kind of goes all over the place because, like, Generation X was, like, again, like you said, like, before them was the silent generation to where, like... Well, baby boomers. Yeah, everything had to be just done in the dark. And And also, the Generation X was normally children of the silent generation. Yeah. So, that's crazy. So, to think that you were born when you probably couldn't have been born or shouldn't have been born, but you were anyways... That's just crazy to even think about. That's making my head hurt, honestly. This is such a great topic, though. Like, I there's a lot to, to, to discuss about it. There's the nation's wealth percentage uh, compared from Generation X to baby boomers and stuff like that. Like, so, like earlier in the day, um, Scott and I were sitting talking through FaceTime, and we we're talking about millennials. And I said, "Ooh, that sounds like a great podcast." And we just honestly collabed on a lot of things and it actually is crazy. And like generation Y going into generation Z, like it was basically all all social media. Oh, did I save it? It saves. Like it goes to like all social media. Like they had Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Pinterest, all that that they learned from and everything, while the generation before us had dial-up computers that were so freaking slow. They had landline phones. I can remember people t- uh, stories, people telling me that their first cell phone was connected to their car, and the only way that they could answer the, fo- answer the phone was if their car was on. So, I mean, we go- they- we've gone from having bricks in our hands to now having small compatible little tiny computers and it generates so much like you can instantly say hey siri or okay google or anything like that and then they'll say hey what can we do for you anything like that and immediately you're searching for something back then you literally had to wait and web addresses weren't really the same i mean the only thing that i can remember from back in the day was aol and um yahoo messenger and like that's the way i connected with everybody was aol and yahoo like that's crazy too even myspace myspace isn't even really a thing now can you guys believe that like from our generation when myspace was so big to like now in 2021 where myspace isn't even a thing it's all facebook i remember making a myspace when i was 12 years old I made my first MySpace at 13. I know. It's crazy. Scott, what are some intakes you want to... Or inputs you want to put out there? Um, one second. No problem. Steve, you should... Uh, maybe you should uh, start talking about the millennials now. That were... Um, we just talked about talk Generation about X. So let's talk about the millennials. What? And Generation Y or Z? Well... Where 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 the where the millennials ages um twenty three to thirty eight so we're the last generation that actually had change yeah honestly so if you really want to feel old think about this 
and this is based off of the Pew uh, Research Center. Most millennials were between the ages of 5 and 20 when the 9-11 terrorist attack shook the nation, and many were old enough to comprehend the historical significance of that moment. Wow, most members of the Generation Z have no have little or no memory of the event. Millennials also grew up in the shadows of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, which shaped broader views of the parties and contributed to the intense political polarization that shapes the current political uh, environment. Yep, I remember. I remember that. I remember that. I was in the first grade when that happened. And then think about it even more is most millennials between the ages of 12 and 27 during the 2008 election was the the force of the youth vote became part of the political converse, uh, conversation that helped elect the first black president. Yeah. Barack yeah, Barack Obama. Obama. I met him. He's a dope man. That's that's just like completely insane to just realize like all that stuff that we went through and then on top of it, we even encountered the Boston bombing as well. Um, Stevie, that was still Generation Z. Also, that was only. I mean, that was that was part Generation Z, yes. But we were we were ones to mainly comprehend everything that happened. You know what I'm saying? We comprehended it better than Generation Z would. Oh yeah, that's, we have old. We're we're older now, so we're understanding more. But we're also that generation where, as you said before. We're the ones who started using the internet. We're the ones who started using cell phones and playing games. And if you really want to feel old, our generation is when the first iPhone came out. And there's 12, there's 12 different phones out now. Um, Holy shit, that's insane. Because I remember when the first iPhone came out, and I kept saying I cannot wait to get an iPhone. I didn't get my first iPhone until I was like 20 they something. Didn't I was even like 22, have, I think. They didn't even have flip phones or actual cell phones in the generation we had. They had... Well, no, they had they had cell phones. We had the Nokias and stuff. We had the little brick phones that you can play Centipede on and Brick Break and stuff like that. That was in the... I don't, think that, was, I don't think that was in the... Um, was that in the 80s? Did they come out with cell phones in the 80s? Cell phones, I believe. No, early like, 90s. Well, no, it was 90s. late eight, late 80s, early 90s because um, people had cell phones. They just weren't not, they weren't wireless. Like I said, people had cell phones that were connected to their house phones. I mean, that were connected from their house phones through oh, cars and everything okay. else. I mean, um, land- were, came out a very long time. You were ago, right. There but... was the first cell phone was made in April third of nineteen seventy three. Now you feel exactly. old. Nineteen seventy three. That was when Auntie Peggy was born. Yeah. So now I'm gonna guess you're gonna feel old now. So and that was that was Generation X. Mm-hmm. So thank our parents and your grandparents for inventing the cell phone because now we have iPhones and we're cooler than them and they're so old they can't even comprehend an iPhone <laughs> or use a TV remote. Sorry, didn't want to admit on that one. I mean, but that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Especially like. Especially if you think about it, how old are we literally turning right now? Like, I we... will be 27 this year. 
Exactly, that's insane. I just turned 25. The fact that we're in our late 20s, going into our 30s, like, that's scary. I mean, I'm definitely not ready to turn 30 anytime soon. Oh, I'll be turning 30 before you, a year before you, so. It's just, we're our poverty, like, we, most people in our generation can't even afford to buy a house. We're... No, and that's and that's another thing too. Like our generation, our generation, twenty percent less than our parents. That's a huge exactly where we have to rent instead of buy. And then you know it's going to be even worse when we have kids. Mm-hmm. And the world might be here if we're lucky enough when our kids have kids. And when their kids have kids, and hopefully I'm not around for that one. My kids, kids have kids. You don't want to be around? Dude, that'll make me like 150. When no your thanks. kids have kids? No. When my kids' kids have kids. Mind you, both my kids are young adults right yeah, now. Yeah, Stevie, no one's, no one's gonna, you know, help keep you alive that long. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'll be laying right next to you. In the closet. We're we're gonna we're gonna be on our deathbed smoking blunts and drinking beers, so Bud Light for life. Oh yeah. We get some Budski and some more Budski, it's just Bud and Bud. Um But yeah, no, like that's crazy. You know millennials overtook uh generation X technology base within three years. Yeah, think about that. They didn't even have smart cars or electric cars back then. One, they were very web savvy. They're tolerant and strong. And know a lot more about electronics than anybody else on this planet right now. They're ethnically diverse and extremely open-minded, too. Like, they feel like there should be equality for everyone, whether you're gay, straight, bi, trans, Muslim, black, white, Muslim, or anything. Like, they believe it doesn't equality for all. It's that's... equality for all. That's our Exactly. And that's such a good trait. And most people don't have that. There's so many people that are ignorant to that. You know what I'm the saying? The older generation is actually learning from the younger generation on how we Absolutely. So the old ways, I'm sorry, but they're changing. They're going to be the old ways. Us younger people are going to dominate. And Absolutely. There might not I've... be another generation besides our generation, you know, in the last, in the next, you know, 20 years or whatever it was. Um, that's really going to change. Like we would have to see huge improvement in the next 20 years. And with, you know, how the politicians are and everyone who's in the political parties and all that stuff, we're not going that far. No, exactly. So it's that's really, just, it's really that's, our generation to make an impact on this world. Absolutely. I, I agree Look with at you this. on that. We're, we're, we're in an area where COVID-19 has hit and we're nowhere prepared for any of this type of sort of thing that, that's happened. But we've had pandemics more than once. But we're still nowhere prepared. Exactly. But never anything that's bad. You get look how saying? long they fought about it. And then on top of it, they already knew about COVID back in November, but people weren't even finding out till March. Exactly. And most people had already had it before that. 
I'm positive that in March, uh, there was a, uh, well, February of that year that I, I probably could have had COVID. I thought it was the flu. That's exactly what I said. I was sicker than a dog forever. You could even ask Chrissy, as she and my husband are both my witness. I was so sick. I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't want to do anything. I just laid in bed and didn't move. I couldn't do anything. I had no power. Milo got severely dehydrated out of nowhere also. So he could have got it from me. And animals can catch it. Yep. But at the same time, no one knows. Exactly. Let's not get off topic and start talking about COVID because we can go for a whole three hours talking about COVID. And almost every single one of my podcasts where I was talking about COVID too and how people just need to well, be more actually, Stephen, protected. I don't know if it was going off topic, but COVID hit while we're in the millennials. millennials. Well, that's true too. But here's a question for everybody that I've always been wondering. What is up with the new millennials with this whole cartoon, you know, cartoon network and Nickelodeon thing going around? I want to know people's thoughts on it. I'm still kind of confused on why it's a big thing right now. What do you Uh, mean? Like they're coming out with all this clothing apparel and it's rocket power this, cat dog that. And those are out when we were kids. But why are people making it a big deal now? What is the reason? Is it the fact that it's coming to the end of the millennials? That's my honest thought. And soon it's going to be, you know, um, Generation Z that takes over, you know, for some people. I mean, some of us are going to be 30 soon. Yeah, no, You know, the honest truth of it is within four years, there will be no more millennials. Well, well mm-hmm. we would be still considered millennials, but, you know, people are already, you know, they're suppressing it. They're already, you know, in their 20s. They're like 20. So let's, so, let's, so let's just, let's just say this. We have Generation Z, which is apparently one of the most annoying generations ever. I feel like they're slightly more not, um, not as appealing nor as smart as generation y but what what's the next generation going to be called if we're already x y and z it's not going to go back to abc so what so what do you think it's going to be called z-1 z-2 it's probably the year covid 19 probably um that's probably what they're going to call it i just don't understand why they created the generations and they had the silent generation there's something, something significantly is gonna happen. And then they had Generation X, I'm Y, and Z. You, they're probably so... gonna come up with a new generation based off of the amount of babies that were born during. It's probably gonna be either Generation Alpha or Generation Beta. It's gonna be something weird I, like I, that. I don't know, Steve. I think that they're gonna, um, they're gonna come up with something due to COVID because there's gonna be a whole new generation, pretty much. Generation COVID. Yeah, it might be. You know. Oh no. There's. Oh. No, we had COVID there's, babies born. I'm pretty COVID. sure there's more babies being born during COVID than before. It's also creating COVID's also creating another baby boomer. If you think about it. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so from a standpoint, I was actually on the phone with my OBGYN the other day, nurse, and she told me that so far every day she's had 15 new pregnant patients. And that's one doctor's office. Can you imagine all 
That's because nobody has anything to do, and our bodies are programmed to produce, produce. more kids. Exactly, and that's what we're doing, and that's not and a bad thing. Be, it's not a bad thing. Don't want to overpopulate. But like, I'm thinking about it as this way: like COVID, I feel like COVID was definitely more or less like a population control. But now they got people in their houses, bored as hell, doing nothing but having sex. I mean, that's and... not a bad thing. No, no, I'm not saying it is, but everybody's nine. I want to say at least eighty percent of the eighty percent since COVID have gotten knocked up or had babies during. Yeah, COVID. but you know, you also have to think that some people might just be doing it because we're in a pandemic, and look at all the money people are getting from this. The box in there. There's some people like that too, but you know, at the same time, where it's going to be yep. a new generation because of all the kids being uh, born and made. Mm-hmm. And and our generation, our generation, as we were talking earlier, has become very eco-friendly. We we are trying to reduce our carbon footprint that we have left on this earth. You know, we're trying. It's not helping it because of than the generation before us. Exactly. It definitely. I feel like it matters to me a lot more because I want the Earth to last longer than people think it's going to. You know what I'm saying? I want. I want our Earth to be here for another trillion years, like it should be. But it's what not, should have been happening? Obviously, is every tree that we cut down, we reproduce. We replant somewhere. As long as, as long, yes, as long as you cut down a tree and you plant a new one. If you cut down a tree and you don't plant a new one, it's not going to do anything. And the more trees we cut down, especially in our local forests and stuff like that, and rainforests and stuff like that, it also cuts down on our, on our oxygen levels as well. We're not, we're producing so much carbon monoxide, we don't have the trees to pull it in and give us the oxygen that we need as well. That's what people don't didn't, people did and didn't realize back then either. I mean, a lot of it they do realize now, but not as much as well, we should have back then. What was the first thing you you said when you got the green tea? Holy crap! It's so beautiful because of all the trees. Well, you also it. said that the air's fresher. The air is super fresh. Hello, I got light. Had to just walk through. And the that town. shows that in cities that it's it's covered in carbon monoxide and you know gas smoke and everything like that. it's all pollution that's all it is it's all pollution it's nothing more than that and that's the problem we're doing a lot of things to just pollute the earth while we sh- we should when we're taking we should also be giving at the same time and we're not doing that our oz hello our ozone is so bad that freaking Places that places that don't even get snow have been getting snow, including Texas. Texas has Mississippi. They've gone through like three, four days of a snowstorm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And well, the last time that it snowed that bad was in 1989. It's it's freaking insane, Link. It's fine if you cuss or swear. In my podcast, because everybody knows it's the raw cut, it's the real deal. Y'all get this shit straight from our veins, straight from our brains, girl. Gang, gang, gang. The only gang we part of is the PS4 gang where we play uh, Cold War, 
cold war whoop whoop and also i just want to take a moment to um also thank my sponsors at for cash app right now um thank you guys so much for helping me out and making my dreams come true on being a true podcaster i'm sorry guys i apologize have not been on here in a few weeks i've just been super duper busy with life and everything else in between but i still want you guys to know that i love you guys and i'm still going to continue doing them once a week like i planned it's just life kind of got in the way kind of got in between and now i'm back we're back i have my little brother here who's been a very very supportive strong part of my life forever i could say and i have my best friend and co-host chrissy here who's been a very strong supporter and everything in my life alongside my husband who is in the living room with my aunt watching the black because they're gay so gang what gang 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 But again, Scott, like I was saying, like, to come and think of it, like, and to think of it, they're the most educated. According to the Pew Research Center, 63% of millennials value a college education and are preparing to acquire one. A total of 19% are already college graduates. The remaining 44% are still in college and working to graduate. Isn't that well, insane? If you think about it, your parents are making 20% more than the kids. And in order for the, um, the kids to go and get their own businesses and make the real money is by going to a trade school. Exactly. But then you'd have to be extremely success- successful to hit anywhere where your parents are, you know, the, you know, the price tags that your parents are worth, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Um, mm-hmm. So college is the next best thing. And college is honestly so affordable now for most people. That's why the millennials are taking the advantage time to do it. Because you get paid just as much as the tradesperson. And the people who don't work well hands-on, they should be in a regular high school. It would take the same amount of time to go to college to learn a whole new trade in order to open your own business. Exactly, and that's one of my goals. I want to get a business degree because I want to run and own my own diner. Yeah, but you would want to, you know, your first step would be getting some type of uh, culinary degree. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yes and no, too. One, I'm going to obviously have my own bakers and chefs and stuff like that, like, but I still want to be a key part in that where I want to help bake certain things and create certain things, you know what I'm saying? And on top of it, now that we're speaking of food and stuff like that, um, millennials, especially Generation Y and Generation Z, prefer health foods over fast food, stating that 8 out of 10 say it's key to a healthy life and wellness factor. That's insane. Because if you think about it, in our past, obesity is a thing. Obesity is scary and the only thing that you see for people who are mainly are who mainly that are obese are our generation and generations prior well steven also you have to realize that you were just planning your college future also exactly and on top of it 
they know so much more about electronic devices. They've been using them to help figure out viruses and cancers and diseases, everything else between. Like, it's crazy. And um, according to the sources that I've, well, that we've talked about, they're uh, dedicated to have a better work-life balance to where they work, but also still have a life to where. If I'm going to go to work, I'm going to want to go out and party that weekend. So, hey, let's make that money so we can go out and do so. But at the same time, like, they're not saving enough money to pay their bills and stuff like that. They're doing it so that way they have enough. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. And financial consciousness, millennials earn 20% less income than their parents do. As we said and as we talked about, they've earned 20% less than our parents did and that's crazy to even think about because as we get older and as we go further into life so doesn't minimum wage minimum wage goes up just a little bit just a little bit enough to help us get by but not help us gain what we need to gain instead we're giving 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 and just not receiving 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 you know what I'm saying I, I do understand that And the rate of property ownership is lower than that of the baby boomers. Low income forces them to rent houses instead of owning them because they don't have enough money to it's, afford it's them. It's nearly impossible to live in the United States by yourself. It's you know it's it's really hard to rent an apartment. It's overpriced for for one bedroom apartments. It's, you know, it's hard to live. You have to choose of having a car or having a house or an apartment. Mm-hmm. But you can't. And you know, there are some people out there that choose to live out of their you car. Can't. Then You can't keep a job if you're living out of your car. You can't necessarily have a job unless you have a car. You know? Yeah, exactly. I give the credit to the people who are... You know, walking to work and people who are fortunate enough to have a car and have a roof over their head at the same time. But a lot of my friends, you know, who are, you know, in their late 20s are still living with their parents. Because it's nearly impossible to live on your own. You know, you have to almost work a, you know, make 15 to $17 an hour, which is not minimum wage in order to support yourself and to have a vehicle. But then yet again, it says that we're keen on saving for the future. But are we really that keen on saving for the future? I don't think we are. I really don't. I think it contradicts itself. I mean, I think at the same time that, you know, us in our generation, everything's so expensive, so we buy less things. So if you pay attention to your group of friends, um, you know, just, you know, quickly, you know, see what kind of cell phone they have. And, you know, the small mm-hmm. things, you know, do some people own cars? You know, it's, you look exactly. at the small things I've... and you actually start realizing that, you know, yeah, they might not have the next fancy phone, but where is their other money going to? You know, food. You know, our generation was lucky enough where, you know, we don't run into an issue with, you know, starving or anything like that. Sorry, I have the hiccups. Um, because we have food stamps. But at the same time, with having something like this, 
you have to choose between a full-time job or providing food for your children. So it's it's you even heat it up. It's one way or another, and you can't have both. So you pretty much just struggle. And you got people in this world who just sit there on piles of cash, you know, because you're in Congress or, you know, (laughs) where we're struggling as a, you know, as a world. And, you know, we should be saving and we can't. People are just making it month to month. Not even month to month, week by week. It is. It is week week by week. week. That's me. We sometimes, sometimes I'm even lucky enough to have a hundred dollars in my bank. Well, account. honestly, if I have a hundred in my bank account, then I haven't paid all my I bills. I honestly, and at the same time, I, it's hard to say, but I actually, you know, I don't mind this whole COVID thing if it wasn't killing people, but it's the fact that we're getting more money than what we would make minimum wage working a full time job. Absolutely. So people are actually able to get out of debt and start getting ahead of their bills. Exactly. And again, like we were talking about before, like with this millennial generation, they believe in equality for all. In 2015, Pew Research Center findings shows that 34% millennials don't identify to a religion. They believe in human rights more than religion. Connecting with spirituality, all human beings are equal. Point blank, period. Yes, we all should be treated That's equal. Insane. The same thing with our homeless population. They should be treated equal also. But, but are we, we do not treat each other think equal. About it. Are we, we do not treat each other equal because of greed. Exactly. We are not treated equal, and that's the problem. We're not... Like, again, again like, I'm going to bring up again... Um, this time with the whole Black Lives Matter movement. If that was the thing, knowing that this month right now is Black History Month, don't you think that they would have even brought anything up about the Black Lives Matter movement? Yes. You get what I'm saying? And how they know, it's kind of gone into dust. It's like It's like it doesn't exist anymore. It's like... Bye, Felicia. Like... <laughs> I just don't know how else to explain it. And to me, yes, black lives do matter, but so doesn't my life, and so doesn't your life, and so doesn't Christy's life. So does, I, to me, all lives matter. All regardless lives matter of already a different kind of a movement, Stevie. That's why we can't say that. I, I'm still going to say it. And if people get mad about it, then they get mad about it. But I just want you guys to know that y'all matter to me more than anything else on this planet. Y'all have helped me grow, especially in all that I've done. But honestly, what is what what are the differences between these three generations? Well technically four because we just found out about the the silent generation. So what's the difference between all these generations? They all have something in common that's slightly less and slightly more than what we have now. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Generation X, they were all factory workers or farm workers growing potatoes or polluting the earth while the next generation was just trying to find themselves and grow from there and then we have our generation that's all technology based and then generation z which is so much technology that 
I don't even feel like at this point they're human. Yeah, that's the the thing that we don't realize. I go to I go to I go and visit some people and I look and what do I see? Our children on tablets instead of outside playing. When we grew up as kids, we were outside to 90% of the day outside rain or shine playing in the dirt parks and rain or shine we had oh, rain boots we had rain boots and raincoats for that reason to play outside we didn't give a crap and now it's like fighting tooth or nail to even get a child to go outside and play ball or to even play fetch with their dog it's so hard it's ridiculous it bothers me so much to know that like our gen- I feel like our generation failed as parents because this next generation is just wild. Yeah, it, it is wild. And it's just like we have to do something as us millennials. We have to do something before everything gets too much out of control. Exactly. And I feel like it's already like more or less likely out of We can't because, keep like, leaving it up to our parents. What are Exactly. What are these? What are these children learning besides? It's okay to be on our tablets and our phones twenty four seven, but like, to they just need to take like an hour or two out of their time to just go play outside. That's what our drive was as kids. Like we couldn't wait to come home from school to be able to go out and hang out with our friends and go roam around the towns and go roller skating and ride our bikes and. You know what I'm saying? Yes. This new generation doesn't really do that. The kids don't even like walking their own dogs. But then again, that also comes to lazy parenting. Like, take away your children's tablets, take away their cell phones, and make them go spend an hour or two outside. It's not that hard. Outside, well, right but now, in general, kill it's, you, just, but it's been here before. Kill you to go outside and it's been play with your friends to do that. The communities arts. have became too dangerous to allow your kid to go outside unattended with parent. Yeah, it got to the point where you can leave your kids attended, unattended, and do whatever the hell you wanted as an adult, and now you can't. And like sometimes now, especially in certain cities, you have to worry about stepping outside your house and getting blown the fuck up. Like that's a whole issue and people don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. It's just it's just so hard to believe that we've gone through so many of these hard times to just even be barely living in barely moving on, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we're just moving on as like zombies would in an apocalypse. Well, that's the thing, and you know, companies are closing, and people are, you know, having jobs. The only jobs you can do is work from home. And, Mm -hmm. you know, not, not everyone can do those jobs. Not everyone qualifies for those jobs. Exactly, and that's just... It's just, I mean, it just sucks it. for... Even if you're working from home and you're a felon, you still can't work from home. You know, there's people out there, you know, think about all the, the people who have felon. They're felonies. 
exactly. you know, barely or do. certain de- you know, people have, like, you know, like, domestic uh, charges or anything like that, you still can't work from home. I feel like, I feel like anybody, regardless of their things, honestly, besides sex offenders, because I believe sex offenders can even get a second chance, especially if they're past level two. If you're past level two and you've affected children on many of occasions, you shouldn't even be living or breathing at this point. We're not going to get into that because that'll just cause a whole problem. Sorry, guys, if you're listening and you don't believe in what I'm saying, but that's just how I feel. At the end of the day, anybody, no matter what they've done, if you've murdered someone, no, you should not have that chance to get a job. That's all. That's killed they have no life. You prison. should. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. But even people in prison, they work in the kitchens. They still make money in there. They still make some type of money. But the minute you get released, you can't do anything. And that's sad. But at the same time, it's not because you chose that. You chose that life. And again, the same thing with homeless people. A lot of these homeless people, yeah, I understand. Like, they truthfully are homeless. But there are some people that I see that are outside every day panhandling every single day like our homeless rate is so goddamn high it's ridiculous why because at this point people are just so into drugs and alcohol that they just don't even they care really don't. and i had this one guy come up to me the other day when i was walking well it wasn't the other day it was a few months ago because i haven't walked in about a month or two but um and this guy come up to me asking me for a dollar and i said what do you need it for he goes do i can go buy some booze and i was like well at least you're honest here you go that's the thing that's how uh you know if you're honest about it then yeah why not there was there was this homeless lady who i loved near and dear when i first lived out in rhode island and i started working at the gentleman's club that i was working at and every morning, I'd get off the bus, I'd go on the Dunkin' Donuts, I'd get myself a coffee, a sandwich, and I'd always get her something, whether it was a coffee or a sandwich or even just a few dollars just to get her through the day. And I just remember one day I walked past where she was sleeping, and she she had just woken up, and I said, rise and shine, sweetheart. And she was like, oh, honey, thank you so much. And I gave her a sandwich and a coffee. And she was just so happy. Never once asked me for a dime. Besides one day when she asked me if I could go into the store that she was standing in front of and buy her a water because that's all she wanted was just a water. And instead, all I did was hand her five bucks. Well, the bucks thing is our generation is just it's more generous in helping each other. That's what it comes down to. It, well, yeah, but we're, we're so focused on ourselves when... There's so many more people out there. Like, there's so many schools that I've even noticed, even out here in Rhode Island, that have been closed down for, like, good, like, permanently. Like, they're not opening up because they're just not schools anymore, where they should be turning them inside homeless shelters or even lost or something. They should be doing something with them instead of just letting them sit there and collect dust. I feel like we need more homeless Well, they should be converting to other places, and they don't. And... When I drive down the street, especially going to like Walmart or the store, and I look out and I see in the negative tw- like twenty five degree weather, tents pitched, and there's people out there. There's people dying because they're homeless and have to sleep in tents and don't have heaters and can't afford it. You know how many people that do die, like on on occasion, 
and that's because of homelessness and them not having a roof over their head and them not having proper nourishment and stuff like that we seem to like not really like especially generation z they seem to just not give a fucking damn about it yeah that's just how that's how it is lately It's insane to just even think that, but at the same time, it's not because that's just our generation. Our our generation is just, it's so much more, you know, um, helping people. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. I think, you know, with this podcast coming to a close that maybe we should think about doing one good thing for, you know, for somebody and just spreading, you know, sp- spreading the positive vibes around. And spreading the love and spreading, you know, positive energy. There's not enough positive energy out there anymore. There's not. And there's nothing we can honestly do about it. We can't control it, obviously. But at the same time, like my brother had just said, and Chrissy will agree, let's all agree you can disagree if you want, but let's all agree that every day we got to do something positive that's going to that's gonna help somebody else and not us. Well, see, that's how I look at it. If I help somebody, you know I'm very helpful. Mm-hmm. I feel like the more good things I do for others, the more I believe, which has happened, and exactly. that's why I believe in it. It's good karma. Because even when I have nothing and I have, like, a cigarette or a dollar to give, Yeah, that's usually how I am also. Because... That's the little, it's the little things that count to some people. It's the little things in life that nobody understands. Besides, I feel like it's just our generation and maybe some of the generation the before us. The newer generation does the, not know Exactly, that. the newer generation doesn't. And that's something that if you're a parent and you have children, you need to drill that into their heads and let them know that, like, it's okay to not be okay. And it's also okay to give when you can if you can't give it's understandable but if you have loose change and you see a homeless person they're sitting there with the sign go up to them ask them a few questions ask them why they're homeless why they're in the situation they're in it's not hard i've had plenty of conversations plenty of really good conversations with a lot of homeless people and it even comes down to even our veterans who have fought in world war one and world war two that can't get the help that they need and they deserve the help more than anybody else well, we gotta honestly. start focusing on our own country's issues also and not exactly stop focusing on everybody else you know because we could be changing people's lives in our own country you know like, yeah, uh, there's starving kids in Africa and stuff like this. But, but there's like, also starving kids out here that are dying. There's abused kids out here, and that's something that needs to be focused on, too. It's not just that. Exactly. So within our generations and newer generations, just know that it's okay to give. You don't always have to receive. On Christmas Day, if you don't get a Christmas gift, it's okay. It's more than okay i mean this year i this past christmas i was completely blessed with all the blessings i got this year for christmas and i gave more this year than i have in any other year of my life even with having nothing even with having nothing exactly exactly i agree with you with that 100 percent. with having nothing we still gave what we can give whether it's our heart and soul other person's face and i don't think i don't think the new generations realize that they're just they're so into their phones or their uh, um how their parents and their social media 
Like, do you know how bad technology has become to the point where taxi services like Yellow Cab, Red Cab, all these cab companies that are in cities barely get calls anymore because Ubers are cheaper. Lyfts are cheaper. You can Uber from my house to your house for under $60, but you can't take a taxi from Rhode Island to Massachusetts without well, spending can't. a fortune. It's, just, it's impossible. Exactly. So, remember guys, lesson of the day, just give. Don't look for receiving in the end. It's you get you get what you give. If you can't give, then you can't receive. So at the end of the day, believe in yourself, believe in everything that you do, and it's all willpower in the end. And if I was someone that I used to be back in the day, I didn't even give a damn about a homeless person on the street. You want a quarter? Oh, well, get a job. Yeah. Now I'm just like, sometimes it's hard. I haven't had a job again. I'm going to repeat this in this podcast because I repeated it in several other podcasts. It's hard to get a job right now, especially in the economy and especially because of coronavirus. It's also very scary to get a job. So with that being said, our podcast is coming to a close. I just want you guys to know that I love you. We love you. It's 2021. Wear a goddamn mask. Wash your hands. Stay healthy. Stay positive. And give, give, give. Receive when you can. But it's never too late to do positive things. Let's start tomorrow on a new note. And be more positive And give to someone who needs something than going to the store and buying something that you necessarily don't need when you can give that money to someone else give it to charity give it to a lost cause give a it to give it to a friend in need give it to someone's gofundme whose house caught on fire because lately there's been so many house fires i think it's just because people can't fucking cook but it's okay but i just want you guys to know that i love you we love you and god loves you Everyone have a blessed night, blessed day, blessed evening, whatever time it may be when you hear this. I hope everybody's heard something positive come out of this podcast. I want to thank my brother, Scott, for coming on here and joining me today. And my co-host, Chrissy, for being here as well. I hope you guys learned a lot. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Ramble. It's fine. Deal with it. You guys know how it is. We'll just know that we're here for you. And no matter what, we still love you. I want you guys to know to have a wonderful next few weeks or so. I may or may not be back in between weeks. If I am, look for my next podcast. If not, I'll still be returning. Um, future podcasts, again, if you guys have any examples or any topics or whatever and if you want to be a next guest star on my podcast please leave a comment share subscribe and the first five comments that comment on my post when i post up on facebook will receive a meet and greet with me and also a virtual interview and we'll see if we can go from there. Just want to thank you guys so, so very much. And again, to thank my sponsor, Cash App, 
for allowing me to do this so you guys can just sit and spill the tea with me. So again, thank you guys for spilling the tea on Generations X, Y, and Z. Bye. Bye.